Hello. Hello, Dr. D's. Hello. I like that you guys have a couch, but you don't use it. You know, we don't have a good place to both be on the computer together. And we only have one family laptop. Kevin can't use his laptop for this, for his work. And Matthew would no more let us use his laptop than, you know. Of course. And Roni, you're in a, you're in a phone booth? I am. I am in a phone booth. Uh, well, it's a phone booth bathroom. There's two. Yeah. Things. <laughs> Isn't every phone booth a bathroom if you try hard enough? Yes. We, yes. When I was young, we had, you couldn't dial out, but we had a phone, like the old style trim line phones that hung on the wall. Yeah. Next to our toilet in the bathroom so that yeah. you could pick up the call, I guess, if you happen to be. Why couldn't you dial out? It didn't have the, the dial thingies. Just it could just receive calls. That's weird. That is weird. Is that like an intercom to get the butler to bring you a snack or something? Toilet paper. Uh, we're out. We're all out. <laughs> uh, hey, before we continue with all this gold, uh, just a couple of things to go over. Beth, you go by Beth Beth Doherty or Beth Lovich? Oh, Beth Doherty. Beth Doherty. <laughs> I still call her. Lovitch. He still calls me at Beth Lovich. So is it is it Kevin Lovich? Yeah, Kev Kevin goes by Lovich or Doherty. It's Beth Lovitch Doherty and Kevin Doherty. No, it's Lovitch. not even Beth. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't even make my middle name my maiden, like, whatever. I just got rid of my maiden name kind of entirely, except on one credit card, because my dad's cousin, who found out her husband was cheating on her with her best friend after 40 years of marriage, advised me at one point that I should always keep a credit card in my name. Smart. Right, hold on. I want to, re I want to rewind that sentence. Yeah. Your dad's cousin found out that his what? That her husband of 40 years had been cheating on her for a gazillion years with her best friend and didn't understand oh. why she wanted a divorce. He wanted to just kind of keep things the way they were. Yeah. And she basically told him to fuck himself. And after 40 years, they got divorced. Wow. He was fucking her best friend for 40 years. Not for, we don't know how long, but for a long time. Not continuously, though. Well, I was going to say, they took, that, they took some hill. <laughs> and that's why you always keep a bag packed. Or go bag. Now, this might throw a monkey in the wrench, but do I have time to go pour myself another drink? Because like, yes. this glass yes. didn't get rinsed out and it tastes like soap. You should pour another drink. Okay. I was in the, on the rack. I didn't do it. I know, it, but it tastes bad. Is she leaving? Yeah. It feels. Wait, why does she have a go bag? <laughs> Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hello, Stephen. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. And our storytellers, Kevin and Beth Doherty. Hello, Kevin and Beth. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for giving us this opportunity. I want to tell you the story about the, the cats that have entered our lives. Ooh. Now, as you all are probably aware, Beth and I have a mixed marriage, right? She's Jewish. I was raised Catholic, although I'm not practicing. But we're also a mixed marriage in that I'm an animal person and Beth is not an animal person. Okay. Beth, you didn't grow up with pets? No pets? No, I did grow up with pets. And I don't know. I just eh, like, I mean, I, I, I liked them. We kind of, we had dogs, but I just was, I don't know. Kevin was asking me about them the other night. I mean, I remember their names, but. But uh, you were unimpressed. It's fine. I was disinterested, I think. Yeah. How old were you when you had dogs with the, the pets? Oh, gosh, from young. I mean, from probably when I was five or six. 
And we had them when I left for college, I think. Okay. Dogs. Yeah. Three different dogs. And then at one point you came back from college and they weren't there and you didn't notice. Oh, that's an interesting question. I probably noticed. Didn't care. But I don't know if I cared that much. <laughs> One of the dogs was never let in the house. It, it was like a weird stray that somehow ended up in our yard. It was like part St. Bernard and it was just like a huge, dirty dog. And it just never was, was allowed on the back porch, but it, it was never allowed in the house. What else but part St. Bernard and part what? Homeless. Part big. I mean, I oh, don't know. Sure. Part Tom Hanks from big. Yeah. Got it. I'm with you. Yeah. So there's a whole, there's an arc of cats and Kevin is going to start off the arc because the, the first cat thing that happened to us was really, his, it's his story. Can I ask, does that mean there are just two cats in this story? There are one, two, two three, four, four cats. cats. Okay. So when you say arc, you're saying A-R-C of cats, not A-R-K. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure for homonym fans out there, or homophone, I believe. They're, they're welcome too. Yeah. There you go. Yes, all are welcome. Homophones yes. and homophones. <laughs> no hatred here. So when Beth, before, actually even before Beth and I got together, yeah, we lived in this same little tiny apartment complex. And Jess, you might have visited way back yeah. on Fourth Street back near South. A bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. So she lived in one apartment on the third floor and I lived in another apartment um, on the third floor. There was this little courtyard in between. So we could actually see into each other's apartments. Right. And I knew like if he he had a routine and once I started to kind of crush on him a little bit, it would be a weekend night. Like, And if his bedroom light, he would come home, he'd go into his bedroom, he'd put his bag down, he'd turn on his light. That was his routine after comedy sports or or after work. So if it were any night and it was kind of getting late and his light wasn't on, I was like, where the fuck is he? Yeah. Where could he be? So, but then we we started to, Kevin was my improv teacher. That's how I ended up in this apartment building because I was looking for an apartment. Inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate. Yeah. You can't do that now. That's we weren't, no, I no, we weren't dating then. Yeah. Right. So when we did start dating, we would visit each other's apartments. It was, you know, quite convenient living so close to each other. Yeah. And we would come home from work and, you know, one would call the other. If I were going over there, it's literally 20 feet to the the other door, right? And then up a couple of flights of steps. So sometimes she would call and say, hey, come on over. And I'd be all right, say, all right. I think I just said keys. I think we had probably, yeah. Yeah, I'll be over in a minute, whatever. Right. But sometimes it would take me longer to to come over there. And that was because of Puffer. So Puffer was a cat that belonged. It was a kitten, actually a little tiny kitten. Really? I don't remember. Maybe just she doesn't want to remember. Yeah. Mm -mm. So our neighbors had this cat named Puffer, this little nice black cat named Puffer. And if I were coming out and Puffer were out, well, you know, Puffer needed some attention. You know, I had to spend some time with Puffer. In the courtyard. In the courtyard, just hanging out with Puffer, you know, petting Puffer, playing with Puffer. The first time this happened, uh, he literally, he said, I'll be right over. Five minutes goes by, 10 minutes goes by, 15 minutes goes by, 25 minutes goes by. A half an hour, he finally comes walking to my, the apartment. I mean, I actually started to get scared. Like, was there an assailant in the yeah. courtyard? You know what had happened. My enemies were everywhere right. at the time. Yeah. Beth, could you not see the courtyard from your apartment? Like if you looked out well, from uh, your deck, you I could. could. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I didn't go out and look. I don't know, but yeah. I just sat in my apartment getting pissed. You didn't look because there were cats down there. Yeah. Oh, could be. No. Yeah. 
So he finally shows up at the apartment. I'm like, where the fuck? Like, what the fuck took you a half an hour to get from your apartment to my apartment? Yeah. And that's when he confessed. Well, I'm not even confessed. I was just like, well, Puffer was there. I'd spend some time with Puffer. Yeah, Puffer would be alone in the courtyard with no, like, Puffer's caretakers or owners weren't there. Correct. I think they were there, but they let Puffer out. Yeah, they the let court. Puffer just wander around the courtyard. Yeah, I don't think Puffer ever let you. Puffer could have, if he wanted, gone under the gate yeah. onto the street, but he never did. Yeah, he just hung out in the courtyard. Yeah, he was a great cat. And did you, did, Kev? You didn't have a cat at this point. No. Okay. We had no cats. Neither one of us had a cat. Right. So then we got married and moved to South Philly. And moved to South Philly. And at about the same time, my best friend who lived in New York City, we were roommates for a long time. She met the love of her life, but not met him. They actually knew each other in college. And he reappeared in her life. He was living in Chicago. And they had this whirlwind romance that happened right about the time that we got married. And they decided after about, I don't know, four or five months, six months, that he was going to move to New York. And that they were basically going to get married and be together. Okay. So the only problem was that Glenn had a cat named Gus that he had had since Gus was a little tiny kitten. Do you remember Gus? You might know Jesse because you probably came over when Matthew was a baby and met Gus. So Glenn had had Gus since Gus was a kitten, but Jenny is so allergic to cats that there was no possibility that Glenn could bring Gus into their small New York apartment. Right. She had this tiny, tiny apartment on the edge of Harlem. Yeah. Upper West Side. Yeah. 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 And so way up. So they had to figure out what to do with Gus and they couldn't find anybody in New York like close enough or, you know, to, to take Gus. Yeah. And so we agreed. Was it we? Was it truly we? Or was it one of we? Yeah, like who did they ask? They asked Beth. Yeah. And she said no. Beth, you said no way in hell. No. 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 I had cats before as an adult. I don't I don't I didn't mind cats. And I felt so bad for my friend and yeah. particularly for her uh, fiance who is a really nice guy that he was going to have to, like he couldn't possibly have given this cat to somebody that they didn't know. Yeah. So Gus was about 16 when yeah. we got him. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. He's old. He, he was a Russian blue, I think. Yep. Long, awesome gorgeous, cats. gray cat. Um, just beautiful, beautiful cat. But you can tell it was really- fur. It's the yes, softest fur. Really yeah. soft. But very, very old. I mean, he didn't do much. The one thing that I remember that he did was he would sit on the arm of our couch, a red couch back there, and just stare at the wall, like not facing outward, just facing the wall and just kind of sit there for a long time. This had to disturb you a little bit. And I have a great one of my favorite pictures is Kevin is holding Matthew and Gus is just sitting like on the arm of the couch, just facing. Oh, right. <laughs> that was when you found out your house is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> By a ghost that doesn't move. Yeah, just yes. it, it's stuck it's on the just, wall. Yeah. <laughs> he did, like I said, he didn't do much. You know, you couldn't really play with Gus. Yeah. You could hold right. Gus and hang right. out with Gus, but he didn't do much. And you had Gus for how long? I was just trying to think about that. Four years? I want to say between two and three years, because when Gus finally was, you know, was time to to put Gus down, 
I think Matthew was like two or three. Like he was definitely a, a toddler. When it was time to put Gus down, did you call Glenn and have him come down and say his goodbyes? Oh, they had moved to Florida. Yeah. Oh, so you don't call them. There's no. just well, we did. I think we did after the fact. Yeah. But he did we or did we call? Oh, them we before? might have called them before. We probably called them. Before. But it was it was very sad. Like I came down one morning, oh. and he was laying on the, the chair that's kind of right behind here and there was like a little bit of blood like coming out of his mouth uh, like he had been in bad health yeah and we knew we had to like take him to the vet that day so we both called off work and we we took him to the vet and and kevin held him on his lap the whole way we didn't even put him in the carrier just yeah. held him on his lap all the way but i have to say that like it was sad I, I mean we were all crying when we walked out of there like people in the waiting room were looking at us because they knew who that we had just because yeah. we were all crying. Yeah. And Beth, were you confused because this was the first time that you had felt anything for an animal? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know that I thought I would be so upset. Yeah. I remember a, a few week or two later, Kevin was at a comedy sports show and I was home alone on a Saturday night. And I remember just kind of, I was probably drinking a little wine, which I probably shouldn't have been doing with like a little kid in the house with no other parent, but I was. Uh, everyone does that. I, that. No judgment. Everyone does that. They'll be fine. Yep. Good, excellent. So, and I remember just kind of walking to the bathroom and I just burst into tears. Like oh. I, miss, I miss my Gus, right? Did you guys ever find yourself staring at that spot on the wall just to <laughs> try to figure it out? Actually, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of staring at the, the arm of the couch like, oh, this is where Gus used to hang out. Yeah. Is um, there like a cold spot when you walk past it? No, a warm spot, Jesse. No, because Ooh. like what was Gus staring at? Like a cold spot. Oh, Gus was probably like, staring at the, the old old South Philly lady that probably died on the third floor. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, someone always dies in one of these old row houses. Glenn and Jenny, who were the, you know, Glenn was the owner of the cat. They came down to visit once. And after they left, I, we found a, a note, a post-it oh note on our God. refrigerator written in this like scrawled handwriting. Like a little kid. Like a little kid. It, it, and it said, dear Beth and Kevin, thank you for being my parents. Love, Gus. Oh. <laughs> written with his like opposite hand. Yes. Like <laughs> we still, I still, we, we have still it. have it. Yeah. We also have his ashes. Yeah, we do. We have his ashes. We oh. never sent them to Glenn. I think he wanted them, but we just, I never got my act together. We never sent them. So yeah. we have, oh, and we also, we think Glenn didn't like this, but somehow Kevin started to call him Gus Catman. Because he was like an old man. Yeah. Like, so, he, and I was like, oh, it's Gus Cat, old Gus Catman. And Glenn was like, uh, that's not his name. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like we thought it was so cute. We were calling him Gus Catman. And I remember once talking to him and he was like, oh, okay. Like he didn't like that. Yes. So that was, I mean, maybe a little bit of a more of a little chink in my armor, you know, in terms of getting the affection going for, yeah. for a furry friend. And then another <laughs> opportunity came along. Oh, more allergic friends, I hope. Oh, kind of. Well, oh, yeah. okay. So, okay. So, not long after we had to put Gus down, I got a call from a friend of mine. Yeah. And she said that okay, she grew up in a cul-de-sac up in Bucks County. Okay. And there was this this family who lived in the cul-de-sac. The son in the family, kind of like her age, right, a little bit older, maybe. Right. So we were in our thirties, forties. We were in our forties at this time. Okay. My friend calls and says, 
there's this guy that I grew up with. I don't know him very well, but he's always had a problem with all kinds of stuff, drug addiction, alcohol, whatever, whatever. And he ha- has been living with his father. He is about to go into rehab for a month. Okay. He can't bring the cat to rehab. And his father just told him that he won't keep the cat, that if he doesn't find somebody to take care of the cat, he's going to kill the cat. I'm like, Jesus. Oh. That's the weight you need when you're going into rehab. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and Guy, I forgot about this. This guy had been married, and it's one of those stories where, like, he literally fucking came home one day with all of the furniture gone and, like, a note from his wife. Yeah. So this guy had had some hard times. So all that was left was the cat? Yeah. And the one credit card that he didn't change his name on. So he was like, all right. And his go back. And his go back. Yeah. But where was he going to go? There's nothing in it. <laughs> she took it all. She, yeah, it was just the bag. Yeah. <laughs> just the bag. Yeah. Oh well, and it fits with him too, as you'll learn more about him, as we learned more about him. He was, he was supposed to go into rehab for a month. For a month. We're gonna take. So my friend, my friend calls me up and she says, "Listen, somebody needs to take the cat. The dad's gonna kill the cat." She and she literally said to me, "I know you two are the chumps that would do it." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. Yeah, when word gets out, it gets around quick, and oh, that is the yeah. truth. Yep. We took the 16-year-old cat. Yep. Now we're going to be the chumps to take the cat yeah. who's going into rehab. We still even had some Augusta stuff. So the dude drops off Coco. That's the name of the cat. It's important for later on in the story. Okay. Coco was the meanest cat I've ever <laughs> met in my life. Yeah, My Coco was the meanest cat I've ever met in my life. Really? It was a terror. She only liked me. She scratched everybody. She didn't like me half the time. Oh my gosh. Yes. Did you give that cat away when you went into rehab by any chance? <laughs> no, she's, she, I tucked her into my go bag. She's still in there. <laughs> I have her, I have her. Uh, Beth and Kevin, what kind of cat is Coco? What she, what's Coco look like? Coco was, a- well, we never saw her. So I don't remember. Oh no. Tan. Really? I thought she was dark, dark, dark tan. She basically lived either under the bed in our spare bedroom yeah. or in the basement. Oh. And if oh. we ever approached her, she would either run away or hiss. Oh, wow. We literally never, it was like not having a cat. Yeah. And, Which was perfect for you. Right. I mean, I, she wasn't a friendly cat. Like, if you're going to be an animal, you got to be a little friendly to like. That's the rule. I agree. You got to bring yeah. something. You got to bring something to the table. Yeah, if this is an ARK, A-R-K, throw that one overboard. That one's not a good one. That's not a key one. So the guy, um, he he didn't make it through the month of rehab. He Uh. got kicked out. And then he proceeded to basically be in and out of rehabs, halfway houses, and, and unstable living conditions for well over a year. Oh. The one constant thing in his life during this time was his father who wanted to kill his cat. Yeah, right. And the cat who is now living with us. Okay. And so he would he would call for visitation. Oh no. Oh yes. So about once a month on a Sunday. Really? Uh, Yeah, every couple of weeks, I think. On a Sunday, he would call and come over for an hour or so. Just go up to the spare bedroom. Hang out with the cat. Would 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 Coco interact with him? Oh yeah. Oh, Coco loved him. Okay. Oh wow, that's so interesting. Wow. And you already said so. Matthew's like 
four or five at this point. Yeah. Four, maybe three or four. Yeah. So there's two pieces of this one. The guy had done so many drugs throughout yeah. his life that he could almost not form coherent sentences. Yeah. And he was just this. Like you guys know me, like I'm not like a delicate flower. And this guy was just this short of being a little creepy. And so Kevin, like we had to work out the visit so that Kevin was home. Like Kevin was in the house Mm -hmm. with him. And like I said, I'm not like a a little fragile person, but I I never want to be in the house with him. No, you got to be smart about it. And is he... I mean, when when he's there, are you talking to him, like conversing, or is he just up there by himself with Coco? Pleasantries, mm-hmm. and then he goes up and he he hangs out with the cat for an hour or so, and then he leaves. Uh, okay, right. I don't feel like this story's over yet. Oh no! Oh no! It's not. It gets no. better. So, we're supposed to remember Coco. So, does he ever ask you guys for like money or food or anything? Did he ask us for money? No, or did I we didn't. ask him? No, no, he never did. <laughs> no. He never asked us for anything. Either way, yeah, either way. I like that arrangement where I'm going to drop off my cat and ask you to pay me for food that you're actually paying yeah, for. That sounds right. <laughs> or you would charge him rent for Coco. Yeah. Did uh, this gentleman have a stutter by any chance? I don't think so well, no, i'm just wondering he, if he was trying to name the cat cocaine and it just never worked out for him. <laughs> well the name comes into play in a okay. little bit right so, so the, the guy gets to you know he hangs out with the cat for an hour right matthew's this little kid we got this you know his one cat died we got this other cat yeah the cat doesn't want anything to do with Matthew he used, nor any of us. I, he used to stand. I can still see it in my yeah. head. This bed had like a white dust ruffle. He used to stand at the foot of the bed and pull up the dust ruffle and look underneath there and say, why doesn't Coco want to play with me? Aww. 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 Because Coco is a shit. I mean, <laughs> Coco's hissing at him. Oh, oh yeah. Hiss, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would scratch his. Yeah, it was Aww. not a nice cat. Yeah. So, so we had Coco for well over a year. Yeah. Did you ever think maybe you should bring out Gus's like uh, remains just to maybe show Coco what <laughs> could happen? What you're capable and, of. Yeah. If you don't get in the line, this is... I'm not saying, saying anything, but... But you know. I'm to tell you, if you don't fuck could shape up around here, it is <laughs> Something could happen. And, all right. So, what, what? How do you? How do you part ways? With okay. Coco? So, so wow. at a certain point, uh, the guy he he decided to he kind of got his act a little bit together. He moved down to Atlanta. I think he had yeah. lived in Atlanta at one point, yeah. and he got his act together. He got a job landscaping or something, and yeah. he got stable housing. So he calls us and he says he's he's making a no stop trip. He's driving up from Atlanta. He's going to pick up Coco and he's yeah. going to turn his ass around and drive back to Atlanta. And that is what he did. What he did. Yes. Okay. Yes. But it doesn't end there. So he, but he continued to kind of call like, like he would call and like want to talk to me after he, after they left. Yeah. He would keep calling me and he would leave these bizarre. I forgot about the messages. He would leave these bizarre long messages and he would keep calling. And sometimes I would talk to him and he was, I think he was lonely. Oh, it's a, he was the saddest case thing. Right. I mean, uh, he was really nice, but, but he was he had so, a cat. He should be fine. Well, yeah. he had a cat. So not long after all this, he finally gets Coco home 
and Coco dies. Oh. Yes. He then calls me not long afterwards to tell me that he's gotten a kitten and, and he's trying to figure out a name and he thinks he wants to call her Coco, but he's not sure. And he wants to know, you can't make this shit up. He wants to know if I think that's weird. And I well, said, right? And, and I said, well, maybe a little. I said, how about if you call her Cece? He liked that. And that's what he did. And he had got the kitten and he called her Cece. And then at that point, like we just kind of lost touch right yeah okay that's all he needed from you he needed to finally help coco cross the rainbow bridge name a new cat oh i think that's nice it was great advice cc's terrific advice yeah that's a good name yeah it's better than calling beth like i was i thought you maybe say call it beth i thought it was gonna be coco too i really thought we were going for a coco too which or coco beth Coco oh, Beth. Coco Beth. Oh, I never, yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. After um, uh, Coco goes away, how long? It was not like very long. A couple of months yeah. later that afternoon. <laughs> not quite that soon, but I think, yeah. it, I think it was Matthew, our son, was very interested in getting another right. cat. And oh. you know, I love cats, so I'm, I'm always welcoming of a cat. Yeah. And yeah. they're growing on me, and I've had cats, so I'm like, okay, like, let's, we can do this. So we go to the Mars Animal Shelter, which is at what 13th and Spruce or right, right in town, not far. Okay. We wanted two things. We wanted a cat from a shelter. Yeah. We wanted an older cat. An older cat. Everybody wants the kittens and everything. And we wanted, you know, a cat that you know, wanted to get Jesse, you're shaking your head. Kittens are crazy. Yeah. They're destructive. They oh. zoom at five in the morning. They're terrible. No, I thought you were disagreeing with our choice of an old cat. I thought mm -hmm. you were like, Oh no, don't get an old cat. Older cats are the best. Yeah, we even had such a good experience with Gus Catman um, that we were like, you know what? We'll get an older cat. That'll be nice. Or at least an adult cat, yeah. right? Right. All three of us go to Morris Animal Shelter. Because we're going to let Matthew, he was so traumatized by Coco not wanting to play Absolutely. with him. Yeah. We, we said he could help us pick out the cat. Right. So yeah, pick out the cat that you want. And we're walking around. There's cages of cats, which is... I'm sad, but well, no, and but I said we said to the the people at the Morris, we need a cat that is really friendly. Yeah, and you know, we want an older cat. We need a cat that's really friendly, and we need a cat that's good with the kids. Yeah, of our you know prior experience. Don't show us any of your dick cats. We don't. We're no. not interested. Yeah. <laughs> right. So for some reason, it came down to two cats. Yeah. There was this smaller black cat and this enormous white cat okay and as soon as i saw those two cats i knew i was said to myself my kid is going to pick the giant white cat of course yeah and of course he did the, the cat weighed 20, 23 or 4 pounds, pounds when we when got, we got him oh, oh my wow. god with like an older couple they had two cats apparently and one of them died he ate the other cat he ate the other cat <laughs> And and the husband who died. He ate One had to go into a nursing home, and so they had just indulged and like totally overfed these cats. Yeah, the cat's name we thought was Bill. That is his name to this day. Why did you think that? Yeah, why did you think it? 
it turns out that I misread the card on the page. <laughs> and that's, that, that was the bill to pay for the cat. Well, yes. I think it was the name of the previous owner. <laughs> you keep calling him his dead dad's name. That's terrible. <laughs> it was unintentional. Hey, this cat used to be owned by Bill Deceased. <laughs> Yeah. That's what we should call him, like us Catman, Bill Deceased. Bill Deceased. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Italian. Italian. Like, yeah, Bill Deceased. Yeah. That'd be like if you started calling me James, like my dad's name. Just started oh. randomly calling me James. His, his real name is Casper. Casper. But, you know, oh, of course. Him. A white cat. Yeah, of course. Logical. Yeah. But he's Bill the Cat. He's always been yeah. Bill the Cat. Or Billy. And Kevin, Kevin makes up songs and sings about them all the time, much to our son's mortification. Uh, I love it. Bill the cat. He's got a taste for adventure. adventure. He's Bill the cat. He's Bill the cat. So um, we take Bill home with us. How old is Bill at this point? Like two. Yeah, he's, oh. not that, he's not that old. We felt pretty good about it because Bill was never going to get adopted. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he might have been a little older though, too. But anyway. But he, but he was that cat that he was twenty four pounds. Yeah. No one is bringing home Bill. Did you have to go to U-Haul and get one of those wagons to tow yes. behind? You your should car? see our cat carrier. Yeah. Like we had to get. It's a shed. It's a giant. It's a, like a. a <laughs> they had to find. I think it was the one that maybe brought him there. This extra large cat carrier to send us home with him, and he ended up pissing all over it so then we had to buy like a new cat carrier this thing is uh, it's huge yeah he's actually well he's lost weight which you'll learn about but he's he's now more normal size yeah. but okay so we bring him home wait what did we pay for bill fifty dollars this is important okay. to the story yeah if, it's if a the shelter that's the the donation right fifty dollars yeah. And bill, bill is a fixed cat right he's already neutered at this point yeah. oh yeah yeah okay we bring bill home Getting used to him. He's the friendliest cat. Matthew could lean. He was like a little dog. Matthew could lean down, put his arms around his neck, shake him bit. Like he never raised a paw. He is the friendliest, nicest cat like in the entire world. So a couple, maybe a month or two go by, months, but he he was having trouble adjusting. We couldn't really find a food he liked to eat. Right, okay. crazy because whatever he's so he's bad. Huge, you figure. He- well, he, he already has the taste for human. Right. So <laughs> for Bill, yeah, own. taste for, for Bill. <laughs> we kept trying different kind of food. Like it wasn't, you know. What I mean? I'm sure it was the change, and we just couldn't quite find yeah. something he liked. And it was just, I don't know. I still feel guilty about to this day, but we didn't notice because he was still drinking water. But we didn't notice until he was kind of already sick that he'd kind of quit eating. Okay. Oh. And because we were trying to switch up the food and he was maybe eating a little bit of this, but not really. And he was still drinking his water. And it happens quickly. I mean, cats, even big cats are still little bodies. And so it happened pretty quickly with the course of a couple of days. He all of a sudden, like, he didn't seem right to me. Yeah. So we took him to the vet and it turns out that he was... Oh, did we mention that he's deaf? <laughs> oh, no. He's a white cat with a, a, a one yellow eye and one blue eye. Okay. And genetically, Ooh. those cats are deaf. We're often deaf, yeah. Right. Always, as a rule. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm asking. I'm asking. 
Oh, I thought you were saying, well, I was going to be like, oh, did you just decree no, that? No, often, often, <laughs> often they are. If the cats that are all white that have the one blue and the one yellow or green eye are often deaf. So he's got David Bowie eyes, who was not deaf, famously was not famously deaf. not deaf, right? <laughs> so we we take him to the vet, and they basically say to us, you know, after quite a few hundred dollars of tests, that he's you know got I think it was called hepatic lipidosis, something like that. He's got like a fatty liver, like he's become jaundiced. And it's like his liver's all jacked up because he hasn't been eating well enough. Can't like get rid of stuff or whatever. So that's first thought is pate. Let's make pate out of him from his fatty liver. I dissuade her from this thought. Yeah. <laughs> Good work, Kev. Yeah. Real humanitarian you are. I don't think that's kosher because it's a family. Oh, right. That's not. Yeah. He doesn't like, you know, chew its cut. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, we, we tried to kind of force feed him, like to get him to eat enough food. Like the only solution. The How did we, I'm trying to remember. How do you force feed a we, cat? Like, we were trying to like, we had like a syringe. Oh, you might shoot it down his mouth. Yeah, right. right. So the only way to like get rid of the jaundice and to clear out his liver or whatever is to get him to eat, like to get his body processes going. This does not work. He's still sick. And they finally, the vet says to us like, look, this is curable. But the only way to really cure it is that, and not all cats respond to this, but you, you have to insert a feeding tube in the cat's neck so that you can deliver food. You didn't know, yeah, so that you can deliver Steve, food. Steve, you're yours and Jesse's faces are priceless. I know, the, I know, the, I know the, 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 the listeners can't see it, but. It's a $50 cat. Exactly. Go get yourself Eight more cats. No, I'm with you. Oh, no, no, just no, you just wait. you wait. This is a fucking tip of the iceberg. So <laughs> I like the and this doesn't always work. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's what we say. We just got this cat. Yeah. So how do you tell your four-year-old son who yeah. had the cat that wouldn't play with it? Oh yeah, yeah. A new cat that two months later the cat's dead. Right. You don't. All right, Beth. But in fairness, how do you tell your husband who would roll around with puffer? Rather than go meet the lady that he's into, mm. that you have to get rid of. Like, there was more at play than just uh, a kid here. <laughs> but you know what I have to admit? I was into it, too. I'm sure you were. Yeah. The, the tide is turning. The tide yeah. is turning. So I say to the vet, look, because I'm the one in the vet office at this time. I said to the vet, look, we'll do it. We'll get the feeding tube. Yeah. He said, you know, within a week or so, like whether it's working, he said, sometimes it can take months and months to, you know, for the, for it to turn around. Paycheck after paycheck. Yeah. I say, look, we'll get the feeding tube. Yeah. We'll give it a week. If it looks like it's, you know, working, we'll see it through. If we do a week of this shit and it's not going anywhere, we're done. And the vet, they're very cool at this vet's office. And the vet was like, that's very reasonable. Fine. So let's explain how a feeding tube works. Okay, yeah. You do that, honey. So a feeding tube is essentially they cut into his trachea or not or whatever, into yeah. his food tube, right? <laughs> and there's a there's tape and a and a little they sew it in. They sew, yeah, there's a socket or whatever. Like a port. Like Tawny Port? Sounds delicious. Oh, indeed. <laughs> so and then you have to chew the food and spit it into the port. Close. Yeah, like a baby bird. Yes. You take 
cat food. Right, but it's okay, but it's a long thing. It's yeah. sewn into his neck and it sticks up kind of like a periscope. Like you scoot, like you scuba or uh, scuba diving. What's it called? Snorkel. Snorkel. And then his neck is all bandaged up and the thing sticks up. And it's flopping around as he's and walking around. And then you blend it, right? You put it in a blender. Well, close, close. Okay. You take you take the, the the cat food, you scoop it out of the thing, put it into a bowl. High nutrient cat food because you know he's all messed up. Right. Yeah. Mix it with a little water. Okay. Put it into the microwave so it's not so cold. Not too hot though. You know, chop like it all. Like baby formula, not too hot. Stir it up into a slurry. Yeah. Try it with your pinky. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Suck it up into a syringe. And then jam that thing into the port and shoot it into his neck. Listen, can I tell you, every single person listening to this podcast who knows Slurry loves their pet. Like, that's just all there is to it. Like, <laughs> if you know the word Slurry, you love your pet. And yes. you have spent way too much, but you love your pet and you're a good right. person. So here's the best so part. Kevin calls it neck feeding. Yeah, he's the <laughs> neck feeding. Yeah. The best part is he's when he would get hungry... Yeah. He'd meow for food. Yeah. And then when you would shoot it into his neck, it's going right down his throat. So his first reaction is, oh! oh. <laughs> Kev, this is no longer a video podcast. And I'm really, really sorry it's not. Oh, that's too bad. Oh. No, I think it was more like, oh, oh no. Kevin's you now. Like he's choking. version of it. <laughs> and then after you were done neck feeding him, mm-hmm. his eyes roll back in his head. <laughs> yeah. And you had to take a sh- the, Oh, I got you had to clean this. the syringe and then fill it with water because you had to like clear it all out. Oh. Clear the port and he, out. And he would yeah. sometimes he didn't like that. So he would go, Ooh, and then like the water would like half shoot out the top. <laughs> and the tiny chunks of food. <laughs> You guys are awesome. And then you have to repeat for dessert. Yeah. <laughs> right. Steve, what do you hear about the tube for when he has to poop? <laughs> Out of his neck. <laughs> so after a week or so, like he's home, like he has operation, he comes home, we're neck feeding him, and yep. he does appear to be working. Like he's turning the tide. So we agree to keep at it. But I think we did it for two or three weeks. Oh, we? yeah. Easy. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> So after that, when they take that out, he's all fine. Yeah. They sew up his neck. Perfect cat, smooth sailing, rest of the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So so then we have to get him, you know, kind of acclimated, get him on regular food. So that's a little bit of a process. But then, you know, we're, we're cooking along, right? Yeah. And then he starts peeing in weird places all over the all house. All over the house. This is maybe a couple of years later, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years later, he's peeing. A little bit to pee all maybe over the house. A little bit of blood, maybe sometimes. Sometimes there was blood in the pee. Uh, in weird uh, spots, like yeah. on the third floor, like in really yeah. weird. And it was definitely, it was definitely not Kevin doing this. No, no. <laughs> all right, I'm just jury's out. Jury's out. Did you? And you guys had no other pets, right? Nope. Mm. It was Bill. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like a lot of times, like the their behaviors change. You bring another. So we take him in and they do a thing, an ultrasound or some kind of thing. Yeah. And he's got little stones in his bladder and yeah. they keep blocking his urethra. We just went through all that with our, oh, with our Steve Roney. 
Yeah, our little Steve Roney. You have a cat named Steve Roney? They should. We do now. We do now. He just got his name changed tonight, but yeah. Jess, did they do a urethra widening? Nope. Did you get one of those? Steve, were you cursed with a narrow urethra? I heard Steve has like one of those pig urethras, like they do the hard fouls from pigs. Is that true, Steve? Me or the cat? Both. (laughs) Did you donate your urethra to the cat that bears your name? Yeah, I was was done with it. He didn't even need a urethra. He just made us put it in. He's like, I'm giving you this. You're putting it in. I insisted. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so the stones. All right. So he's got the stones. They tried to unblock his urethra a couple times, and it just didn't work. So finally, we got to take him in for the $1,200 operation yep. where they oh. cut open his bladder and scoop the stones out. Because you know, everything that's wrong with this cat is something that can be fixed. And once again, listeners, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Like none of these things are fatal. Yeah. Right, and, but the vet is very honest. We love saying, that. We in saying like, you can do this or you cannot. Or you can go buy 24 cats for $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> line them up and stack them up one of them will be good one of them will be better than this cat okay so we we do it we whip out the credit card give them the twelve hundred dollar operation but then in order to keep the stones from coming back he has to have special food that yeah. you can only buy i suppose we could buy it on the internet yeah i get mine for steve roney through chewy Chewy has it. And it's great. It's delicious. <laughs> so he has special urinary SO food. Yeah. He's got two kinds of cans and dry, which runs us about oh, about 50 a month. No, that, no, that's exaggeration. Okay. Close. It runs, no, because we only have to get the dry food probably every couple months. Oh, the wet food yeah, will be every five, six weeks. It, it's expensive. Yeah. So he's been eating this for how many years now? Seven years? Yeah. Wow. Oh. But he yeah. took to it. Like he li- he will eat yeah. it. He likes it. Oh, he, he loves it. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. No more stones. Yeah. No more stones. Nope. So again, we're cooking along. Another couple, maybe a year or two goes by. And then we're at about what four years ago, five years ago. And now we're getting to the the absolute the best part of the whole saga of Bill. Which is the the what? Oh my gosh. How could I miss the diabetes? Oh, yeah. It's pronounced diabetes. Yeah, that's why you didn't know it. Kev, how old is this cat at this point? Is it about nine years? Yeah, that's about right. Okay. So, yeah, so now we start to notice that the cat is peeing, or I start to notice because I do the litter. He's peeing a lot. Like, he's drinking a lot of water. Drinking a lot, peeing he's, a lot. Yeah. He's also getting ready for a race, so, and you're supposed to do that. You have to cut weight a little bit. And- he does. Yeah, he, like he, my son is on the wrestling team. He's rubbing down his nipples with Vaseline. Because they get all <laughs> well, they chafe. Yeah, they really chafe, Kev. You right. can't. <laughs> and so many nipples. So many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Especially a lot of Vaseline. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot of nipples for a boy. Yeah, vestigial. Who cares? That's that's yes. boys, whatever. So, of course, we take him to the vet. They diagnose him with diabetes. 
at first he, he needed a lot. He needed like five units or. Yeah. So originally they, he needs a fair amount of, of insulin, right? Yeah. Twice a day. Right. Most cats can use the generic CVS insulin. You, that you know. human beings use. Right. Oh, okay. CVS. Not cheap either. Still not cheap. That's not cheap. But yeah. it's not as expensive as the special cat insulin that he oh. has to have. Because he has some allergy or no, he, he just, doesn't he, take to the he other insulin? He doesn't take to the regular insulin. It's not bringing his blood sugar down. Yeah. And so we have to order this special insulin that's like the old style insulin made from pig something or other. Right, it's not synthetic. I think right. it's like real insulin they squeeze from uh -huh. dead pigs or something. Yeah, yeah they, they squeeze it from dead pigs. They have to kill a pig for every single time you give a shot to the cat, so. Right, but they actually, I think they take pigs that they just murder for sport. Yeah, well, they're asshole <laughs> pigs. Asshole pigs. They, yeah. Not yeah. the like the bacon and the pork butt. No, 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 what are we talking price-wise for a, a, a shot of insulin? Tell us a number of cats you could buy. How many cats could you buy per we'll, month? We'll convert it to cats. We'll convert it to cats. Okay. But let's talk okay. about the expense plus what has to happen to get this okay. insulin. So we have to order from the online vet pharmacy. Yeah. The insulin itself is about $100 for a little vial. Two cats. Then because it has to be shipped cold it has to be overnight so that's 18 that's a little over a third of a cat and then um we, you also have to get like these special vials because syringes, syringes i'm sorry the yeah. insulin comes in at like a, a particular unit yeah and, yeah. and the, the syringes are only available from the vet pharmacy, as we found out when we ran out of them recently, you can't just get this particular kind of syringe at the CVS. And there may be for a hundred of those, that's like about a 20, 20 bucks, 30 bucks. You can't reuse them? No. Oh God, no. Oh no, one use syringe. How often do you have to do this? So the one good thing is that his dosage his has dosage gone down. dosage has really decreased. So yeah. for a while I was ordering insulin every six weeks. Okay. And now his blood sugar is better managed, maybe because he's getting older. So yeah. now I order it every probably two to three months. Yeah. Okay. And how many times a day are you administering it? Twice a day. Twice. Right. right into the scruff of his neck. Yeah. The one interesting thing is he does not feel it at all. Yeah. We basically pour out some food. He starts to eat. You get the insulin and sh like pull the scruff of his neck. And he doesn't even stop eating while you're giving him the insulin. Well, he's got all that scar tissue from the feeding tube, so. Yeah. And yeah, but you gotta time the feeding to it and, and like the whole thing. And he's gone up and down. And again, it's like been different doses, but now he seems to be pretty steady. But every once in a while, he won't eat or something will happen and he'll get like a little too much insulin. And then he just, he starts walking around. like. And his uh, eyes are all weird, weird and flash and, and then you have to- Oh, he now has Oh legs. yeah, so diabetes. The one actually the kind of one sweet thing is that he loves to be outside. 
And okay. it used to be that as fat as he was. He didn't fit through the door. Yes, he could fit through the door. <laughs> fatty, fatty two by four. He could jump out of our backyard. We have one of those like South Philly backyards. Yeah. And he could actually jump onto the, like there's a little outhouse, it's the original outhouse, like a little shed. He could jump onto there from the table and then jump into our neighbor's yard. So we couldn't <laughs> let him outside because he would escape. Yeah. But then one uh, side effects of diabetes is that you develop like a neuropathy in your back legs. So he's like all like. He can't get around very well. Right. Yeah. I mean, he can't, right, but he can't jump. He can get if around. He, if he escaped, he wouldn't get very far. He can't jump anymore. Right. He likes to get, he likes to be in the backyard. Right. Yeah. So we can let him out in the backyard and he can lay out there in the sun. You can watch him and he looks like a soldier in one of those war movies crawling under the barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've spent, I mean, we joke with Matthew, our son, yeah. like, that he's just not going to cop. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Of course. He can go to community college. That's what I say. Exactly. That. That's exactly right. You can go to community college because, like, it's done. We've yeah. spent all the money. Oh, well, it's not done. Well, it's not done. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So are you going to get him cochlear ear implants so that he can start hearing again? <laughs> Yes. And and colored contacts. So his eyes are the same color. <laughs> Poor thing. He's not embarrassed. Yes. He's, yeah. he's humiliated. That's why he doesn't jump out of your yard. <laughs> the irony of the fact that his name is Bill is not lost on you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was lost on me until just right this very minute. Yes. Yeah. He has a very large Bill. So. Yes. Yes. The, um, we we thought we got a bargain at yeah. fifty bucks when we bought him. You know what? We got him. You cannot put a price tag on love. Yeah, you can. You can put a limit. So for a long time, his weight we did take a little weight off him, and his yeah. weight hovered in like the seventeen eighteen pound range. Yeah, I'm not fat. I'm big boned. I like to eat. I like to have a good time like anybody else. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's down. Seven pounds. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but unfortunately, over the past few months, yeah, his blood sugar's under good control. Like inexplicably, he's now down to about fourteen pounds. COVID. I mean, oh. COVID. It's just that's a thyroid. That's a thyroid problem, right there. That's what the vet thought, because that's what happens in old cats sometimes. But now, after three hundred dollars worth of tests, okay. six um, cats. Six cats. Six more cats. So 300 was actually the thyroid and also to just check his blood sugar. So so the, the so there's a free cat involved there somewhere. Six, yeah. Three. Yeah. Five, seven, get one. Yeah. Okay. Um, they tell us that it's not his thyroid. Blood sugar's under control. So he needs a sonogram because they're trying to figure out what's going on. He might have IBS. Yeah. Yeah. So I took Bill for a sonogram yesterday and he does have this form of like cat IBS, yeah. which could be caused by one of two things, either a food allergy oh, no. and he's been real itchy and kind of, you know, rubbing on stuff and scabby, or it could be something blah, 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 that the vet spoke to me as though I would know what he meant. Yeah. It could be Luca blah 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 blah. Luca apparently it's it's that needs a new boat. Right. <laughs> that needs a new boat, blah blah, <laughs> which is some sort of precursor yeah. to cat lymphoma. 
So yeah. the vet says to me, well, you know, we don't recommend it. Like, but the only way to know for sure is the cat biopsy. We're not going to do that right now. We're going to just try them on the new foods. It's like hypoallergenic. Except the problem, as you recall, is that he's already eating special fucking food. Yes. So doesn't get the stones. So there is a dry food yeah. that is you can use for the stones and for the allergy. It's the same company makes the dual food because apparently cats often have dual conditions. Yeah. Nobody really, nobody makes a wet food that is for the stones and for the allergy. Oh. People who make just the allergy food, the wet food, it's not so tasty. Okay. But our boy, he likes his wet food. To yeah. only transition him to a dry food diet is just not going to work. Yeah. But the vet wants us to kind of give it a try, okay. switch him to this dry food, a little bit of time. You know what I mean? Switch him over. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a whole. Blah. And like, I just kind of said, like, okay, I'll give it a try. And I said, well, what if it doesn't work? Like, what if it's this other thing, this pre cancerous thing? Yeah. I said, how about like if we just keep him comfortable? Like he's 13 years old. So a lot of times cats who have this kind of ibs weird thing, they're vomiting all the time. They've got a lot of diarrhea. They're pooping all over the house. Like he's, he's fine. He's comfortable. Like Bill's never been a real active cat anyway. He likes to just kind of like snooze and cuddle and do his, you know, just kind of lay about. So hospice is in a far reach. Right. Like he, and there's nothing, he, he's not out of sorts right now. The only reason that we've done this exploration is because he's lost some weight, but he's no different he's not in any discomfort that we can like he's fine so the vet said well you know if the food doesn't work that's absolutely a reasonable like course of action so i started today just a little bit to try to like give him a little more dry food and a little bit less wet food to try to make this transition so in the morning when i didn't really give him as, as much wet food as he prefers because he's on a schedule. He's a fucking cats have a brain the size of a walnut, right? Oh, yeah. Tells me he knows exactly. At seven o'clock, he gets the wet food. At eight o'clock, he gets another dose and his insulin. At noon, he gets dry food. At five, he gets like he knows. Yeah. Yeah. This morning, when I tried to only give him dry food and a tiny bit of wet food to kind of make the transition, that fucker spent the entire morning underneath the dining room table, which is where he crawls when he's out of sorts. <laughs> I don't think this is happening. He's not going to make this transition away from his preferred foodstuffs yeah. very well. Right. You don't? No. I think I can get him switched on the dry because I started to like, you know, mix him a little bit today and he ate it. I think that can happen, but he's not going right. to, he has to have wet food. So, like he is not a cat who's only eating dry food. Yeah. Have you tried mixing the dry food with some water until it gets kind of mushy? No, we do that anyway because he has teeth issues. Oh, okay. So now the cat dentist. No, we already, we had his teeth did that whole thing where they put him under and they yep. clean the teeth. And so that happened about six, seven months ago. I mean, but this could be sort of like the, the last kind of chapters of, of Bill. Yeah. The last stand of Big Bill the cat. Although he has like 10 lives. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. As long as you have 10 credit cards, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there will come a time when, you know, it's Bill's time. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this the other night. 
Yeah. And I said, well, what's going to happen when, you know, after Bill's gone? And surprisingly, you said, well, clearly we're going to get another cat. <laughs> you know what? Listen, I, I hope Bill's around for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. What you guys have done, though, is awesome. I, it is. No matter what, you know, whether he lives another, whether he's at your funerals and it's like, <laughs> or your bankruptcy hearing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are good cat owners. We're chumps. Like, like when we took it, oh, yeah. Coco, like we are just chumps. Yeah. Yeah. Happy chumps. Happy chumps. Happy chumps. I love it. I just want you guys to know. That really thin black cat is doing great and has it. You haven't had to spend a dime on that cat since. They are on easy street. I want to have a quick shout out that we wanted to have. Um, We have a cat that has diabetes and they need insulin twice a day. When you get on vacation, you can't just have a regular cat sitter. No. Come and take care yeah. of me. Yeah. So often the person that comes over and takes care of Bill when we're away is a woman named Rita, who's a vet tech at our vets. And she is amazing. She is our savior. Every time we oh go away from the holidays, down the shore for the summer, she yeah. comes twice a day to not only give him his insulin, but to like play with him and hang out with him. Oh, She's amazing. Rita. But when that, you know, most people who have cats, when you leave the cast, you pour them a big bowl of dry food, you give them some water, and you come every couple, two, three days. No, no, no. Two times a day when you're yeah. gone is $30 a day. Yeah. I mean, you just got to be paid for a time. In two days, that's a new cat. Yep. It's one cat and one-fifth of a cat, Steve. It's kind of a new crop of people at the vet. They seem to have kind of turned over employees. Well, they've all died off, Beth. <laughs> all, all of the old they people at the vet died. They their pig insulin. Yeah. but he was the favorite. Like oh, I would call him and yeah, I'd say, oh, I'm calling him. He was famous. Because, you know, he had to have the surgery. So he was there for a few days and he had to have the other surgery. He was like, they love him. Like they would be like, oh, Bill. We, there was literally one woman when I called, every time I called, she was like, Bill, he's my favorite. Like of all the wow. like they loved him. And he really is like, he is the nicest. He is. He's like an old soul. Like I swear, he's reincarnated a person or something. Like oh, he's yeah. the guy that he killed an eight. Yeah, an eight. Yeah. Obviously, they love him at the vet because he's also paid for most of their beach mm-hmm. houses. So <laughs> now our vet's redoing his kitchen. Clearly, that's happening. <laughs> yeah. They don't see Bill. They see a boat. <laughs> yeah. 